It's time now for Practical Faith with Pastor Nick Cash. In Practical Faith, Nick gives five minutes of fuel for following Jesus in your everyday life. Today on Practical Faith, we begin our series on fasting and prayer. And our goal for today's episode is to answer the question, what is fasting? As a teenager, I got curious about fasting and decided to learn what it was all about. I I knew that people in the Bible did it, but I didn't know what it was for. And I knew Jesus did it, so it must be good for something. And I thought if my goal is to be more like him, then I should probably be trying to do the kinds of things that he did. And so I started to read everything I could in the Bible about fasting. And then I talked to a dear mentor friend of mine about the role of fasting in the life of a Christian. And I want to share with you today what I have found over the years. What is fasting? Fasting is simply choosing something in your daily life to go without doing or to go without having for a temporary period of time in order to make more space in your daily life to connect your soul with God's Spirit. Fasting is not about the thing you're fasting from. Fasting is about removing something from your life in order to open up new opportunities to connect with God. Now, some people choose to give up a meal. Uh, Some will give up a particular food or drink they usually have each day. Some people may choose a daily activity to give up for a season of time, like watching a particular TV show or scrolling through social media or listening to secular music. The whole purpose, though, is not what you choose to give up. The whole point of fasting is to open up new space, new space in your heart, new space in your mind, new space in your calendar and your daily rhythms, so that you can have a new focused daily connection with God. So hear me on this. If you give up, for instance, chocolate for a season of time, but then you don't replace the eating of chocolate with something to connect your soul with God, like prayer, scripture memory, or something else to connect with God— That's not called fasting. That's just called a diet. (laughs) You can't just go on a diet and then claim you're fasting. That's not cool. The point of the fast is not the thing you are fasting from. It's the new space that now opens up in your life, in your heart, in your mind, in your schedule that allows you to connect with God in a new way. Now, as I began to learn what fasting was by reading about the subject in the Bible, I started to notice that the people in the Bible who fasted usually did so with some specific purpose, some motivating factor. And so the next question I began to ask and to look into was this, why was fasting practiced in the Bible? And so consequently, why should fasting be practiced today? Here are a few of those. Number one, fasting helps us identify with Jesus. Fasting helps Christians understand, even if just very, very slightly, just a little bit of the suffering that Jesus experienced on his way to the cross. Second, fasting is a way to imitate Jesus. Matthew chapter 4, verses 1 and 2 says, Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil, and after fasting for forty days and forty nights, he was hungry. As his followers, as those who want to become more like him, we do so by practicing the kinds of things that he does. Number three, fasting helps us relate to suffering people. Fasting, when I've done it, it's always made me think of starving people around the world. In just a very, very small way, I can relate to them in that moment because for just a brief moment in my life, I feel a little bit hungry. And I let those hunger pangs remind me to pray for them. Fasting is a way to identify with the sufferings of our fellow man. Nehemiah chapter 1, verses 3 and 4, it says, They said to me, Those who survived the exile and are back in the province are in great trouble and disgrace. The wall of Jerusalem is broken down, and its gates have been burned with fire. And when I heard these things, I sat down and wept, and for some days I mourned and fasted and prayed before the God of heaven. So even if only in a very small way, 
our suffering through fasting, it may lead us to pray for persecuted Christians around the world or to pray for Christians who are suffering through social injustices. And here's one last one for you today. Some people in the Bible fasted in preparation for a big decision. Esther chapter 4 says, Esther sent this reply to Mordecai, Go, gather all the Jews who are in Susa and fast for me. Do not eat or drink for three days, night or day. I and my attendants will fast just as you do, and when this is done, I will go to the king, even though it is against the law, and if I perish, I perish. Esther had an enormous decision to make, and so she asked all of her people to fast and pray for her and her request for the Persian king. We'll stop there for today, and I will invite you to join me back on the next episode of Practical Faith, where we will continue answering the question, why was fasting practiced in the Bible? And so why should we practice fasting today? Thank you for listening to this episode of Practical Faith. Access more free resources on how to integrate Christian faith into your everyday life at liketreesplanted.com.